Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story which comes from DIY Dad and says, I'm Ivy A-hole for refusing to visit and have my wife attend my daughter's baby shower. I, male 71, and wife Karen, female 78, leave for Florida in late October and live in Connecticut for the summer. Kara, my daughter, and her husband, Sean, live in Massachusetts. <laughs> Sorry about those pronunciations. Kara is pregnant with their first in March. In September, my stepson gifted new floors to Kara and Sean for their kitchen. I offered to help with in-store. Their home is over 100 years old. I'm not a contractor or a carpenter, but I am good at home repairs. I was supposed to only install the floors, but during demo, I encouraged them to demo some cabinets so the flooring laid down better. I said I would help with prep on weekends and come back from Florida in November to assemble new cabinets and in-store. They agreed. They are new homeowners and not handy, but were eager to work. The walls ended up being covered in rotting horsehair plaster, which was a surprise. When the weekend ended, there was no stove hookup, floors were 10% installed, and it was a bit of a mess. I left it to them to plaster the walls that week, and I'd come next weekend. By Tuesday, Kara and Sean called in a panic, saying the plaster was a disaster and that Kara was afraid of the stress on her pregnancy. I told them to wait. Kara told me she felt misled and that the project spiraled out of control and asked me to take ownership, not financially, for my hand in their issues. I told them that they made their choice to demo and it's not my house. They paid me for my help and hired a contractor. They said I'm not able to commit to a project of this size. I work full time and helped my stepson with his flip and didn't believe I would come back to help after leaving Florida and Kara is uncomfortable with working during pregnancy all to which I disagreed. I was hurt, they fired me, and still am. It's been weird since. I have not reached out to ask about the kitchen or the baby, though they provided scattered updates on the baby, and Karen asked about the baby a few times. Recently, Kara reached out, saying this has been terrible. They had to pull permits from the town. They haven't had a stove or sink in months. Kara said she feels I don't care about her health and our grandchild, as I have not checked in. That I didn't take ownership. I laughed and told her I would have had it all done by now. She sent a text telling Karen and I not to speak to her and that she is upset. Karen RSVP'd no to Kara's shower in January and cancelled our trip without telling them. Sean reached out asking us to reconsider, saying they will only become parents once and that Kara was six and a half months pregnant and didn't mean what she said. He offered to pay for our tickets to come. Karen and I have been firm on our stance, however. We told them to let us know well in advance and we can visit in March before or after the baby. Kara is devastated, but Karen and I were only trying to accommodate her wishes. I think I may be the a-hole for cancelling my trip knowing Kara is stressed and pregnant. So, am I the a-hole? 
And we're going to start in the comments with Honey Ghouls, who says you're the a-hole on so many levels. First, as you said, you are not a contractor or carpenter, but are good with home repairs. You encourage them to demo their kitchen and only install 10% of the floors before leaving. Kara has every right to be upset and she's not wrong. You made a mess of their house and then backpedaled by basically saying, oh well, not my problem. I personally wouldn't want anything to do with you, but they want you at their baby shower. Go and apologize. Spare article says, honestly, the house stuff sounds like a complete mess and I can't make heads or tails of that. I can say that a pregnant woman having no stove and no sink in months has got to be stressful. You suggesting a teardown in the kitchen was odd. You leaving with 10% of what you came up to do was odd. You all being NBD and telling them to wait is weird. And you got paid for this. Did I misunderstand something? And you're not a contractor, but you decided to suggest all these changes and didn't pull permits. Left them in the crap with none of it done. And Kara's expecting you to take responsibility for that by acknowledging it. And you're upset because they fired you. I can understand the father-in-law involving himself to help his kids, but I can't understand your thought process to fly up and back to help on a job you were actually paid for. Don't you think you should have passed on the job and stayed in Florida? And after all this, you and your wife are letting all this bullcrap come between you and your grandchild. You're the a-hole. Of Cad says you're the a-hole, they paid you for a job you didn't finish and actually made it worse. Of course they fired you. You walked off the job. You didn't finish and cost them more money. You then don't want to participate in your first grandchild shower or birth. You're the a-hole. OP responds and says, to be fair, I didn't ask for payment. They Venmoed me $500 and I thought they were being petty. Roscad replies to that again and says, you left with barely 10% of the job done. You should never have scheduled such a project so close to your exit date or been honest and said you aren't capable. You destroyed their house and then took off. That alone makes you the a-hole. And on top of it, you aren't participating in the baby stuff. More a-hole action. Then instead of apologizing, you feel hurt they fired you. A-hole, you destroyed their house and your own daughter is pregnant and really needs that kitchen. A-hole, you need to not just call, but book flights home to be there for every single baby thing she invites you to, or you're going to get cut out of their lives. So then OP updates the post a couple of months later and says, unsure if anyone remembers this post, but I have an update. As some have predicted, this was actually Kara posting. I apologize. I made the post from my father's perspective, hoping to better understand his perspective. Thank you to everyone for your feedback. It was cathartic to read. It helped me realize I had the right to feel the way I did and that going low contact may be the best option moving forward. Since I posted, my father and stepmother doubled down on their position and refused to make peace with my husband and I. Sean made several attempts to make peace. I did not because my cortisol levels were high from the stress. I was dealing with additional complications. They refused to attend my shower, but luckily other people showed up and made us feel so loved. The day of the shower, my father reached out to Sean because we didn't acknowledge the gift they mailed to us. It was sent without a tag. I had assumed it was from someone else who purchased off our registry. I think he perceived this as a slight. However, we tried not to let the negativity affect our day. Sean and I have been choosing to focus on the baby. I am almost 38 weeks. Oh, and the kitchen is completely done. We are thrilled at the results, though still feeling stressed with the financial impact. As a last ditch effort to see if my father cares about being part of the birth of his grandson, Sean texts a picture of my son from a 3D impromptu ultrasound we had to get today. I think the photo made it all feel so real for Sean and he was really hoping to mend fences. My father ignored the text has not checked in on me or the baby since October. 
While painful, it is clear to us that he intends to hold this grudge and doesn't want to be involved in our lives or our son. I wish I could say I'm at peace with this, but I'm really not. I will do the best to move forward, focus on the baby, and when I'm feeling down, I reread some of the comments from my earlier post to remind me that going low slash no contact is the best choice for us. Thank you again, everyone. And the comments were pretty mixed on this update because OP said, you know, it was actually Kara posting and not the dad posting the original post. So a lot of people were like, hold on then, there's got to be missing info here and they'd like the information from the dad. And occasionally we do get stories like that, what comes from a different perspective and things. This was a strange one. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Red. It says, my husband said something weird to my sister. My husband and I have been married for two years now and things are not perfect. We're both type A personalities with six-figure jobs and very big egos. We both really like to win and when we disagree, it can be very difficult to resolve. We're trying to be better and we do love each other deeply. Neither one of us wants a divorce and we want things to work. We get each other like nobody else does. My husband and sister are very close. When she found out we were getting married, she was overjoyed. They text each other frequently and are always very happy to see each other. We recently took a family trip to a beach house. My siblings were there, their spouses, my parents, my nieces and nephews, and me and my husband. I was tired, so after dinner, I decided to lay down. I woke up and it was late and my husband wasn't in bed. I walked out of the room and saw my sister and husband on the couch. She had her feet in his lap and they were talking softly. I know I shouldn't have, but I hung back to see if I could hear anything. My sister asked a question that I couldn't really hear but seemed to be struggling to phrase. My husband said, yes, the answer is yes, and yes, the answer is no. She replied, I know. I went back to our room at that point and I've been reeling ever since. I'm worried about what they were saying, but I'm scared to say I was eavesdropping. I never saw them that close before and it seemed like crossing a line. Do I tell him to not talk to her anymore? Do I ask her what was said? I feel like no matter what I do, I look crazy. Edit what, not scat though. It seems an awful lot like scat. Then there were some relevant comments from OP. A commenter says, do I think about you romantically? Yes, can we act on it? No. I'm sorry, but this would be the first place that went into my head. And OP responds saying, mine too. I don't know how I feel. This was a bombshell. I'm still processing everything that's happened. I want to fix things with Derek. I don't want to make Ashley feel worse. I just want things. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. The work. Then OP updates the post and says, it's been about a week since I posted. I walked in on my husband and sister in a very intimate position, whispering to each other, and I heard half of a conversation. My husband said the answer was yes, and the answer was no. Family dynamics. I have three siblings, Mark, 38 male, Lucy, 34 female, and Ashley, 32 female. Mark is married with two daughters and a son. Lucy is married with one son. I'm married with no children and Ashley is single with no children. In terms of relationships, I'm closest to Mark and Ashley is closest to Lucy. I talked to Mark about what I'd seen and he got very angry. He told me that I needed to say something to my husband, Derek, or he would. I decided to take a chance and called up Lucy. I explained what I had seen and she was very quiet. She told me she knew what was going on and it's not what I think but that I should talk to Derek and Ashley. When Derek got home from work, I told him we needed to talk, and I told him I overheard them talking the other night. He nodded, but didn't say anything. I told him that I needed him to be honest about the relationship between him and Ashley. Ashley and Derek both suffer from depression. There are days I come home and find Derek laying expressionless on the couch. This was odd to me at first, and I tried to motivate him, but I realized that When he has a bad day like that, I just need to accept that he's not going to get off the couch or do anything until it's time to go to bed. We'll put a blanket on him, make him tea, sit with him and put something lighthearted on TV. And he's usually better the next day. Ashley is constantly overwhelmed. Feels like she's letting everyone down and has very bad depression spells. The first Christmas I was seeing Derek, she had one. And she was on the verge of tears all morning. Her mood improved towards the middle of the day and that's when she and Derek became good friends. She later on told me that Derek talked her through things and helped her to feel strong enough to get through the day. It was actually one of the things that made me fall in love with him that he looked after my family and stepped up to help Ashley. Derek explained that they had become close over the years and had been really able to lean on each other when depression struck. After I went to lay down, they hung out with Mark, Lucy and their spouses having a few drinks together. When everyone decided to head to bed, Ashley could not find one of her airpods, so she and Derek were crawling around on the kitchen floor looking under the cabinets, appliances, and the table and chairs to find it. They were both drunk in close quarters and got very giggly. They eventually found it and sat down on the couch to talk. He claims she put her feet in his lap to be playful and they both started laughing. He admitted that he had talked to her about the fact that he hadn't been intimate in six months and how he felt like I shut him out when he needed affection. She talked about how he was the only person that she ever felt safe and comfortable with in her life. She never got the question out because he anticipated it. He said she said something along the lines of, when we're together, do you, is there a feeling like do you feel? Which is when he told her the answer was yes and then he told her the answer was no before she could say anything else. He told her that he loved me and wanted to work through our issues. He said that he would always love her, but it would always be as a sibling. He said that they spoke the next day when they were sober and agreed that they needed to set boundaries and not let themselves get that close with each other. He showed me his phone and that he and Ashley hadn't texted since that day. 
He told me that he only wanted to be her friend, but recognizes that they were both very near lines that should not and could not be crossed, and they needed to call off and redefine their friendship. He swears that's all that happened. I want to believe him because the portion I overheard lines up with what he told me happened, and I did not tell him what I overheard. I called Lucy back, and she confirmed that this is what she heard from Ashley. When I spoke to Ashley, she cried a lot and kept apologizing. She said she knows she crossed the line and swears on her life she would never try to take my husband from me. She promised that she wouldn't ever cross that line again and told me she loves me about a million times. I don't really know what to do now. Derek and I are talking about our intimacy issues in addition to everything else and trying to be more open about our feelings. We're going to be bringing this up in therapy and trying to figure out a way to deal with things. This really was a bombshell and while not as bad as I thought it could be, I'm really not happy with how it turned out. Then there was a few more additional comments from OP. So one of them said, I don't know how I feel. This was a bombshell and I'm still processing everything that happened. I want to fix things with Derek. I don't want to make Ashley feel worse and I just want to make things work. On intimacy problems. We both work late and we're exhausted when we get into bed. I shower at night and he has showers in the morning. One of us always feels gross at any given time. I honestly hadn't realized that it had been six months. I guess he was more aware than I was. It is an issue and one that I want to fix, especially because it's affecting him so deeply. We're busy with work. He's initiated a few times and I've declined. I've been on my period or too tired or I just showered and or I feel sweaty and gross. We have no children. Our schedules don't lend themselves to it at the moment and it's easy to slip my mind. I'm going to be more aware going forward. And our next story comes from cmethod9837 and says, am I the a-hole for shutting off the home Wi-Fi so that my wife would stop working? I, 35, have been married to my wife, Jen, 30, for three years. And before that, we dated for six years. She's also 32 weeks, eight months, pregnant with twins. She's my best friend and I absolutely adore her with one minor flaw. She is a huge workaholic slash perfectionist. While we both have very well-paying jobs, Jen's job is way more stressful and time-demanding. Even though she is brilliant and amazing at what she does, she often works around the clock, on average 60-hour weeks, at home and in office. This wasn't a problem before, but about two weeks ago, her doctor told her to take a step back from work, i.e. go on leave early, because the stress was starting to cause her a couple of health issues, even though the babies are fine. However, being the workaholic that she is, she has still been working from her laptop six to eight hours every day, which fine. I understand that she had a couple of cases that she needed to finish, but most days she was so focused on work that she was forgetting to eat meals and falling asleep at her desk. So yesterday when I got home, I realized that she had done the same thing again. I woke her up and told her that she needed to go rest in bed. She insisted that she was fine and said there was an emergency with a client of hers and that she just needed to finalize some things for her coworker. I asked her to just take a break first and take a nap slash eat, but she said that she would when she was done and that it wouldn't take her more than an hour. I told her fine, but no longer than an hour, even though I was pretty annoyed. So two hours later, when she was still working, I became frustrated and unplugged the Wi-Fi and put the cable out of sight. The only purpose of this was to cut her off from work on her laptop because she clearly had no intention of stopping. Once she realized, she yelled at me, called me an a-hole, and she said that I was treating her like a child and accused me of being controlling, condescending, and borderline abusive. I told her that she is being stupid and to just let the co-worker that asked for her help to handle it. 
I said that she was free to use the mobile hotspot on her phone or figure out the router herself, but otherwise, I'd plug it back in when I woke up, which I did. She was so mad that she slept in the guest room and I went to apologize the next morning for calling her stupid, not for cutting the internet. She said that she can't even look at me. She hasn't said another word to me yet. I'm starting to feel like I might have been a bit extreme, even if I only did out of concern. But honestly, overdoing it by trying to meet deadlines that she's not even supposed to be responsible for. Am I the a-hole? And OP does respond to some of the comments in a minute. So we'll cover some of those with Anthony Felt and you're the a-hole. Quotes, she said that I was treating her like a child and says, you are. Quotes again saying, she accused me of being controlling, condescending and borderline abusive. And then says, if the shoe fits. To a certain extent, I get your concern, especially if the doctor said to limit stress. Does she need better work slash life balance? Probably. But the way you deal with that concern is not by taking away your wife's autonomy. That's just unacceptable in a relationship. And frankly, given that your wife is a perfectionist and worried about work deadlines, you probably cause her a lot more stress by cutting her off from the Wi-Fi, hiding the cable and demanding that she go and take a nap like she's a naughty five-year-old. Blomo Joe says everyone sucks here. Wife for being eight months pregnant and not prioritizing her and her child's health. I totally get it. Sometimes we get really focused on work and we'll work long hours, especially those of us who work at home. But her habits are taking their toll. OP for acting like a controlling child. Leo Murray says, in quotes, once she realized she yelled at me, called me an a-hole and said that I was treating her like a child and accused me of being controlling, condescending and borderline abusive. Goes on to say, yep, exactly that. You're the a-hole. I get your concerns, but she isn't a child and shutting off the Wi-Fi is not going to stop her from getting more and more stressed about the work she has to do and her deadlines. Quitus says you're the a-hole. I told her fine, but no longer than an hour, even though I was pretty annoyed, and says this right here is controlling and condescending before we even get into the ridiculous Wi-Fi stunt. The wife is an adult and gets to make her own choices. If you disagree so vehemently with those choices, you can choose to make an issue out of it. But just unilaterally making the choice for her over her objections about her own health is everything your wife told you it was. Emphasis on the condescending. If you think your wife actually has an addiction or a serious problem with her work patterns, which does sound like a thing you wouldn't be out of line for worrying about, then you should tell her and push for therapy. Not go behind her back and sabotage her decisions when you don't agree with them. So OP comes back in to edit the post and says, so, uh, yeah... I wrote this thinking it would get 20 comments at most. Jen and I had a calm discussion about last night, pretty much immediately after I posted. So called me on my crap, told me that I only stressed her more out by cutting the internet, something a lot of people pointed out. And we both decided what we would respond if the other person was acting in a way that was harmful to our family, so that we both would feel respected. I apologized for calling her stupid, and she apologized for calling me abusive. As it turns out, neither of us meant the name calling. I promised to trust her judgment. She promised not to overdo it with work. I mentioned that we should go to therapy at least once before the boys are born. And she also thought it was a good idea. We made up, got burgers, and she passed out on the couch. But I do agree that I was in the wrong here. And I accept my you're the a-hole judgment. It's deserved. And I'm going to work on myself. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's story, showing your love, your support, and of course, your time towards the channel. I'm always absolutely...
absolutely blown away. Time is so important. Then you're spending like 20, sometimes 40 minutes if we do double videos in the day with a channel and getting involved. Thank you so, so much. As I said, I really do appreciate it. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Mom deserves better than a drugstore card This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com